Welcome into Believe in Texas A&M Football. I'm Mandy Knight, joined by former Aggies who also spent time in the NFL, quarterback Reggie McNeil Sr. and defensive end Demontre Moore, who is currently in the CFL with Toronto. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good, man. Can't, can't complain at all. Trying to, uh, uh, I'm making it. I'm making it. Can't with these Astros going right now. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I know you mentioned Reggie, the World Series going on with the Astros. Shout out to Texas. Yeah, Texas over everything. Yeah. Before we jump into the Aggies, I want to touch on the NFL, highlighting former Texas A&M standout Miles Garrett, who was a beast on Monday Night Football against the Bengals. He batted down one pass that led to Green's interception and then 1.5 sacks. Demontre, what's it like seeing Miles Garrett out there tear it up on defense on the national stage it's a magical thing uh anytime that you can watch uh, any of our aggie brothers like go out there and display their talents to the best of their ability and put on not only for their self and their family um i went to uh i came in the same draft uh not draft class but the same recruiting class as his sister uh brie garrett who was also an amazing athlete um she was a triathlon athlete uh Texas A&M, so that uh, talent runs deep. But to get back to Miles, um, he just had such a dominating performance. And, you know, I brought up his sister because he has a lineage of great talented athletes and it just was on display last night um, from his strength his speed his quickness his tenacity like I don't know if y'all caught it but uh he decorated he has an ongoing thing every Halloween he decorates his house well this year was uh the strangers thing stranger things that was awesome it, I love it that was so crazy <laughs> and so fitting because there definitely was some strange things going on the field. You would have thought this man was a cheat code. He was everywhere. And like I said, he was just phenomenal. And he's helping keeping on that um, that D-line university name, strong and proud of him. So can't speak highly enough about him. Shout out to him. Shout out to Vaughn uh, and the Bills getting their dub. Uh, you know, a lot of Aggies are out there doing their thing in the NFL. So I'm excited to watch, man. Shit, a piggyback off of it. I'm, I'm right there, which I mean, because of what he does on the regular, you you start to watch him, man. I mean, you don't make nothing less from him. And I ain't gonna lie, the the the, the coldest play of the game was on the interception, and uh, Joe Burrow had to had to had to make that that business decision: do I want to go make this tackle, or do I want to run against run up against this uh, against this big monster right now? Hey, I tell you like this: <laughs> if he didn't make that business decision. I promise what? you, it would have been him hanging up in uh, front of Miles Garrett front yard what? instead of that mannequin that he had. So lunch, lunch food, boy, you <laughs> out of there. Coke butter cheese. <laughs> out of there, buddy. <laughs> no doubt about that. Well, right now basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information. Bet online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts and now where our conversation starts, we're going to look at AM and Ole Miss. Now we know DJ Durkin was with Ole Miss as their co-defensive coordinator before coming to AM this season. Demontre, what was your takeaway from Durkin facing his former team where the Rebels put up 390 rushing yards? Um, for me, um, obviously you catch wind of, uh, I believe they said that before the game, because he was so familiar with them, 
um, that I guess they started learning to play hand signs or something like that. Mm -hmm. So pretty much everybody was stuck uh, going in there trying to come up with new terminology. So uh, that puts a little strain on it. But at the end of the day, like the X's and the O's are there. Um, regardless of hand signals being recognized by either party, um, we still got 390 hung on us. That was, that was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't it. Um, I mean, we can go more into it, you know, very loquacious and long-winded, but um, let me try to shorten this up in a nutshell. I would basically say it's the, this has been the story of our, our whole year. Um, not playing to the best of our capabilities. Um, there were definitely some good things that was displayed by both sides of the ball. Um, but with 390, that's never, that's never good. Our defense, they're very young, they're talented, they play lights out. But even with the most dominating defense, nobody can go out there, or not nobody, it's a very difficult task for you to go out there and ask your defense to play over 50, uh, 40 minutes in the game. Like, that's that's unheard of and then on top of that you got a lot of young guys even if they do play that amount there's no way this is going to sustain the whole year and it showed um they were tired um then on top of that um you know they made their plays and they started getting the hang of it at the end but you could just see the fatigue out there and the young guys for me i'm a d lineman i watched them really tough um, they were definitely pass rushing their butt off. They got some hits on the QB, but uh, I think a little bit of the inexperience and the, the youngness kind of showed up. Um, being back then, I didn't know um, what you call pass lanes. Uh, basically, we all have to work within each other. We can't be, everybody can't be Jordan. You got to have some people that are role players and know what to do. And when you have your pass lane, if you got both guys running high up the field, well, it's your job for your nose uh, tackle, your interior rusher, to collapse that pocket so that guy can either bounce and bounce to the guys that are rushing up high or either the guys that are rushing up high keep him contained to where he can step up in the pocket and help, help those guys in the interior and for me there was a few times that you can just tell one or two guys might have got out there pass rushing late and that opened up some things so there's little details that we got to fix about that and with the offense Ah oh, man. I, I mean, the I, freshman though, shoot, he could get an NIL deal with Wegmans, even though it's spelled different. It's spelled different, but man, then it, you got to perform on the field to keep those things going. And I love Connor. Yeah. I think he showed a lot out there, but I think it's hard for him to show the, his, it's hard for him to develop as a player when you're constantly changing office alignment. Yeah. I feel like you would have thought this was the NBA or something, the way that we rotate our linemen, you would think that this was basketball, the way that they come in and come out. But we uh, but rotate a lot with the O-line and we don't rotate with the running backs. The O-line, they, they play pretty good because they the, the offense just we look for RPOs. Got, I said, as far as pulling, seeing, what, seeing, seeing what's happening, seeing what's going to develop and pulling the trigger, that's what I did like about it. And he, yeah. he, it wasn't too much holding on to the rock. He saw it. He threw it. He was, he was very decisive with, with what he wanted to do. That and, boy, that boy, release was way quick. I, and, I he, and, he, and, and I, and I don't give me. I, I love Haynes King. That I love his dad. Love I, man, I know all of them. I love him. And that's the one thing that I, when I watch Haynes throw, his release is so much longer. And when you see it come out of Connor's hand, it's just like a snap. It, it, it's snappy when it come out. And you know, I'm a quarterback dude, so I that and I and I, I see that. And but yeah, is the offense look? I mean, it, especially at the beginning of the game, 
We had a lot of tempo. Everything was moving. And that's what I wanted us to stay consistent with. And that's what we we kind of faded away from it as the game kept going. And I felt like just to, just to keep him comfortable, because, I mean, he's a young kid. That's what he's played all through his high school career. So let him keep going with that same tempo. But, yeah, I mean, we – banking off that point, we have me, a lot of upside. Let me ask you this, Reggie. So I, I get it. We can we can talk good about Connor and stuff like that, but you know, let me be Doctor. You could be uh, Doctor Jekyll, and I could be Mister Hyde. But like, as much as Connor did well, like I said, I'm not trying to bash our guys. No, but talk to how do you feel about our running back play? Like, do you think that it was noticeable towards the end of the game that our run his you know a uh, a legs looked a little dead, like they wasn't. It wasn't as fresh as what it was. Who who leagues? I running back. I started running back. Uh, I Listen, he, he is and Connor. Listen, I, we, I was just talking to somebody. And I said, man, it's like they out of shape. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's what, and that makes me wonder, like, what is it? Do we not have good depth at running back? Or are we just trying to force feed him? And if we are trying to force feed him, let's give him a break. Because at the end of the day, like, Games you play them all throughout, but we know they won in that first and that fourth quarter. That's when it matters the most. And when it's crunch time, we need no, we, no. we need the chicken on there. We need everybody hunting. Indeed, for sure. And looking at the end of the game, the Aggies made a comeback, scoring 14 points in the fourth quarter after their last touchdown. They trailed by three with under a minute and a half to play, but ultimately came up short on their ensuing possession. With the whole coming back thing, it's good, but once again, it sticks with what I said, Eric. Early. Yeah, this is our narrative. Like it's always a down the stretch thing, and you know we can't keep doing that. As much as we want to say, "Oh, Miss did this," they hung three hundred and ninety and this and that. I think it was more so us as young players just not filling in the gaps, doing the little details, but really just we were just undisciplined. And not to take anything from away from Ole Miss, they did a phenomenal job, but. I also don't think that they were the most disciplined team. I think they were more so worried about coming out there and trying to embarrass us and making it a, a show. But if that was a disciplined team, and if we would have put, if we played the way that we played against Ole Miss, against Bama, or anybody else that's more disciplined, I think they would have hung forty on us, and we'd be sitting here having a whole different conversation. So as much as we want to say it was Ole Miss. Amen. I think that's good for us to say that, hey, we did a lot of this ourselves. And so we just got to take a hard look in the mirror and fix this. To me, you put you you we had to find a way to put four quarters together with all phases of the game. And that's what we we lack. We'll we'll play high on one level, lack on the on one, play decent on the other, and then the next quarter we vice versa. And that we have to play four consistent quarters on all levels of the game. And until until them young boys figure that part out, we'll we'll continue to have those ups and downs. I mean, you you know, it's good, you're gonna face adversity anyway, going through games. But you'll see the high points, and then you'll see the very low points. And I, I mean, until we get it together and get consistent with putting four quarters and four consistent quarters together, we're gonna continue to see that up and down with them. And I think they'll get it. I mean, like you said, they young. Uh, old Miss came in very got had a very good game plan had a chip on their shoulder from what was said. So I mean you you know they got some they got some some bulletin board uh words. So this it, it happens. But yeah, I mean they got that bulletin board like, like yeah. they tell us back in the locker room. They said never give the opponent yep. 
bulletin board <laughs> information. Yeah. If you do, you better be ready to execute. And unfortunately, we were not able to execute. And Ole Miss came in here with that chip on their shoulder. And guess what? That eight jumped off their shoulder and said, we here now. Donkey Kong, baby. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I would say one team that has played pretty consistent all four quarters is Tennessee. And, you know, the first uh, top 25, uh, you know, college football rankings, they come out. They're the top dog, number one, and it's for the first time ever. And, of course, their biggest accolade towards that. They, I mean, they, they defeated – Alabama, uh, you know, messed up their undefeated season. And, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on uh, Alabama? Uh, you know, they were they came in at uh, number six. They were ranked number six because it, it went uh, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, and then LSU. I tell you what, that SEC something else. Uh, all I heard, that's all I heard in them. <laughs> I know, I know Texas and Oklahoma want to come over here to that SEC, but I, they better be careful about that one, man. But nah, you, I mean, you have to, you have to respect the rankings. I mean, the Tennessee have done what they've done week in and week out, and they get another big test this weekend with Georgia. So I mean, that that those two will take care of itself, and then you you have to expect. If Alabama going to take care of their little business, that they eventually see either Georgia, Tennessee. At the end of it, everybody's going to be it's supposed to be. With A and M, with how they played Alabama down to the wire, with a chance to win the game at the very last play, do you, do you think that they are where they should be right now, based upon their performance against Ole Miss? I mean, like I said, as far as the the last couple of weeks, yes. I mean, you you see, we young, we got a bunch of young talent in there now. And you see the growth that they that they continue to go with. So I mean, as long as we keep going in that in that same transition, I mean, you can't you can't be nothing but happy about it. I mean, we we are what we are right now, three and five. It is what it is. So you put the young boys in there. I mean, you you see the talent. You see what they have in store now. Like I said, we just put it all together and going forward, man. We I mean, we should have a very bright future. Um, for me, um, oh man. I don't know. I know our viewers are gonna kill us, uh, but I'm I'm Aggie all the way through. I love us, and maybe because I love us so much, that's why I'm so critical. Do I think um, we've showed progress a little bit, but not? I don't think we showed enough. Um, I think every week we do have more victories, individuals that stand out, stand out performances either by the defense majority of the time, offense has some moments and stuff like that, but. I think that our improvement is moving a little too slow and it's a little stagnant right now. Coming out of that Alabama game, there's no way we shouldn't have been riding on the biggest cloud. Like we should have, that should have, as a player, should have made us more motivated to say, let's go get these details so we don't let that happen again. And if we just played Bama like that, it's like, yo, we should have came out here and stomp Ole Miss. If I, the way I think now and the way that I thought back then, there was no way we, you had Sean Porter and other guys coming in there telling you like, bro, you see what we just did to Bama? Like, we about to stomp Ole Miss. And so I don't know what it's going to take, but I would like to see, no, not like, I would love to see a lot more improvement. And to make a fair comparison, I, because as much as I've been riding our coattails of this show, also I see a lot of great things in this team, this young team. We keep saying young. Reggie's saying young. This team reminds me of that one year. I don't know if uh, our viewers uh, remember, but Aggies were big were big followers. So uh, with that being said, I don't know if y'all remember the year that Coach Sherman got here and everybody looked at him and said, yo, why are you playing? Um, 
I believe it was 13 uh, true freshmen that actually started that year. And yeah, they took a they took some bruises at the beginning of that season. But by the end of the season, at the end of the year, that's when everything started rolling and you started seeing these young guys playing together, starting to mesh. And then that following year, those young guys became your leaders and saying, we're going to learn from them to stay. And then you had our class come in to where now we go be the triple crown our freshman year. Then we come into the SEC and do that. So I think we're springboarding ourselves for years to come with uh, these great recruiting classes, with these player, young players getting this experience. But for this year, for right now, I need them to pick it up a little bit faster. For the future, I'm very excited. This, I'm overly, like, exuberant about yep. this this defense wrecking crew, like this is wrecking crew football that they're playing. But like I said, we have so much potential and it's untapped. And so that's why I'm so critical and upset about it. So to get back to it, to answer your question, I don't think we progress as far as we need to be. And if the players and the coaches and competitors, like I know they are in that locker room, I don't think they're happy with their progression too. I think they're telling people like, yeah, doing this and doing that, but they know there's, you're leaving money on the table right now. And we only, we, if we like nice things, we don't leave money on the table. Well, if you both were still in the locker room on the team and playing, put yourselves in those shoes of those players. What would you tell your, your brother next to you about, you know, what needs to be done, what you need to do as a player yourself, along with everyone on the team? I'll let you take this one, Reggie. In this position, if I'm in this position, I mean, as uh, you want to say, as a as a young QB, young head, or you or you one of the older ones in the situation with young kids. So it's two ways that you can look at it. I hey, mean, you see what I'm saying? So if, I'm a, if I'm a Connor, all right, fellas, we have four or five weeks left. I know I haven't did anything to win y'all over, but I'm doing all I can. Look, so these last four or five weeks. We're going to go give it all we got. We're going to leave it on the table. My seniors, I know we three or five. It is that's the situation we're in, but we can finish sending y'all seniors out on a high note with it. If I'm, I'm in, I'm going to give it. I'm, I'm almost in the same situation where we can still keep building. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm leaving next year, but I'm still an Aggie. This is my home. So let's keep building. We're going to only get better. So y'all, we're going to leave y'all with something to keep building on instead of going on the downhill float. We're going to be on a high going into next year. We're going to go get this money in the league. Y'all going to get this money right here. So let's go on the go. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, for me, for me at that time, being, being a young player, especially coming from the defensive standpoint, um, first of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak to the offense because that's not our, that's not our side of the ball. And like, so that's why I would I let Reggie. We are, we are team. Exactly. I'm going to let yeah. the quarterback do what he do over there. And if I'm the leader on the team, especially that D line, because I think it starts with the front seven. I think everything starts with the front seven. Um, whoever the leader is, I really, I would just do like how Sean did us. Like we, anytime something was going wrong and stuff like that, we would just go to the sideline and be like, yo, cut, cut the shit. Like, you know, excuse my French, but just cut it right now. Stop what you're doing. Trent Hunter, there's no reason why you should be doing this. You one of the best safeties that can do this over here. Hey, Demontre, there ain't no reason why you shouldn't be over here abusing this tackle. Like, look who you are. Be confident in yourself. Jay Stu, you're one of the smartest guys on there. Like, you have that conversation with everybody. And when you're having that conversation with everybody as one whole, that conversation, if you break down everything, everybody has different assignments. But what it boils down to is you do your assignment, I do my assignment. And when we do our assignments, everybody goes in together and we do that together. 11 guys doing 
their assignment to the best of their ability and the best they can, nobody can touch us. And if they can touch us, guess what? God, God so be it. It's about to be a hell of a fight. But we're going to deal with our cards once we get there. But we got to at least get this hand in order right here. So let's break this down, get in here, lock it up. We don't care what the coach is going to do. Like, they're going to call the plays, but it's up to us to go out here and do this stuff. And if y'all want to do this, we can do this. And it's simple, bro. Like, you put your draws on one leg at a time, just like this man across from you do. If you start by beating him, and you start by beating him, and you start by beating him, that's 11 people on our side of the ball that are beating them. And if we beat them on this side of the ball, we just gave our offense another opportunity, another opportunity for them to jail. And we know what happens once they get the momentum going. They're eventually going to score. So let's put them in the best position. But let's worry about what we got to worry about on this side of the ball and take it from there. We need to end up a top 10 defense. And if we end up a top 10 defense, top five defense, most of those guys are going to BCS bowls at the time, which now you would be talking about being in the hunt for the college playoff. But it starts one game at a time, one play at a time. Go out here and just dominate the man in front of you. That's, that's it. It's nothing else. Don't make it harder. Don't make it less. And then we walk out of here and I'm going to dap everybody up and I'm going to hug them because some people are going to take that and they're going to be motivated. Some people might be a little butt hurt, but guess what? Those people that's butt hurt, go home, take you a nap. We're going to play Call of Duty, FIFA, whatever we're going to do, bond. But next time when we come over here, this next day of practice, it's balls flying everywhere. All you hear, it should sound like NASCAR after that talk we had. So <laughs> it's going to be there. And somebody's going to do it. You yeah. got too many veterans yeah. over there. You got Tony Gerard Eddy, who's a former player there. You got um, you got Camardi over there that's uh has league experience and that's been dominant. So you got former players on that roster that's in that locker room talking to those guys. So I think they're doing a good job at helping the mentors. So I would love to see what they're talking about, but that's what I would say. I like it, Coach Moore and uh <laughs> Coach Reggie, I know that you uh, do, you are a quarterback's coach. You do a lot. So I know uh, I enjoy, you know, hearing the the perspective of former Aggies, uh, just looking at the season as a whole, you know, it's about halfway through point right now, considering what's happening with Haynes King, he should be back before they play Florida. But for me, I think a win for this season, obviously Aggies, they weren't even close to being in the top 25 or anything. I would really like to see Haynes to continue to make those positive strides. You know, the more that he's, we've seen him in the game, I think that he's only gotten better. And I mean, there's nothing better than live game reps. You can only have so many reps in practice, but if, if Haynes isn't the guy, I mean, shoot, find who the guy is, but right now, you know, Jimbo Haynes does seem, seem like the guy, but uh, to make this season a win, what, what would you all like to see in the next couple games? For me coming in these next few games, um, I want to see a lot of our young players grow up. I want to see who's going to take over that role and be that young guy that becomes not only a vocal leader, but just a leader in general. Like, I want to see the cohesiveness amongst our team. Like, you can tell when you turn on that film that these are a band of brothers. And not saying that they aren't, but I want to see when it all finally comes together. And um, as much as I challenge them, I want to see the young guys grow up a lot faster and do what they need to do. I also want to see the coaches switch it up. Like, I'm not an offensive coach. Uh, you know, they might look at me weird when I go back. I'm sorry. This is what we got to do. This is our job uh, to talk about it. But um, I want us to stop being so predictable. I believe there was a weird stat that was out there. Seven, um, we passed on our opening play seven to eight consecutive drives uh, to end the game and then running into a blitz. Like, I feel like people know what we're going to do to where – we're forcing things so much to where now we do something, but then 
we're being re- very methodical, like become unorthodox, become that spontaneous, be that mad hatter. So I want to see a little bit better coaching and putting our players in the better situations. And I want to see our younger guys keep doing what they're doing, getting these live reps and just growing up on the field because we've seen a lot of these players go from being nobodies or no names to being the guy. And now we're talking about them. As much as we talk about Hanks King, he's coming back from injury. Um, he has a lot to put up. You got Connor that's doing these live game reps. So I want to see all these guys keep transforming in front of us because like I said, these are some young guys and to see what their future holds, that's what I'm really excited to see these last few weeks. Bonding, switching it up, and better job as far as being spontaneous with our culture. That's all I want to see. We consistently get better. We're going to consistently grow as a team. And that's all I want to see. I don't want to see no backward steps. I don't want to see us get to this next week and can't move the ball, can't stop the pass. I, I don't want to see it. So the way we played the last couple of weeks, the way we look offensively, trying to trying to turn it over. And I wish I I wish I could get Jimbo to stop having 15 sheets on the side. But I mean, you do not I like mean, these 15 sheets, bro. You mentioned it every time. That number grows. Bro, uh, 15, it's, it's just sheets. way too many pages for offense and co- for, for you to be trying to call plays. That's just way too much. And I, I, mean, although, I mean, you look at Mike Lee. Mike Lee got a call about this. <laughs> that's what, what I'm saying, though. How do you have 15 plays and the same play calls are the same? So you got 15 sheets to run the same, and it's third and two. Now you sit there flipping through plays, just trying to find the one play, the one play that you that you called eight times already. That's what I mean. I, I, I need. I, and I, I love you, bro. And he, but yeah, but that's that's my thing. I know that's all jokes, but he do need to get rid of some of them sheets. But <laughs> but no, just the consistency of it, man. I I I, I kind of looked good last week. He looked good the little mop up time uh, the week before, and so just just the growth. I, that's all I need to keep seeing. I, I, it's only so long we can say we young. You hit the halfway point, yeah, you really ain't no freshman no more. Mm-hmm. And so you you get ready to turn over. You've been through it halfway through the season that you. You you know what's going on. You know you know the routine now, and so yeah, we just got the consistency. That's all I need to see. And the one last thing, um, the, the main thing that I want to see, main thing I can't emphasize this enough. I want to see that it factor. I want to see that dog, that killer killer mentality from the whole team, not just offense defense. Like I want to see them stomp somebody out. I want to see that defense be dominant and be freshly energized and come back on the field and really put them out. If there's somebody that we should be blowing out at 50, blow blow their ass out with 70. If there's somebody that it should be a neck and neck game, make it a neck and neck game, but make sure hit them with the Steve Smith ice up after this. Like let them, I want to see that dog factor. And I feel like we haven't had it. Like we've had fight, we've shown it, but I felt like we're kind of like that kid in school that their parents taught them karate and, you know, if you mess with him and you put him in that corner, yeah, he gonna, he gonna give you the blues. He gonna hit you with a minka minka. But I want to see that guy that walks in there that's confident and knows like, hey, can't nobody touch me in this school. But guess what? The moment that you look at me wrong, I'm among you. And that's what I need us to see. So I want to see this effect over this next, like I'm challenging them. These, these last few games, get that if factor so we could take it in next year and dominate everything. 
I like it. I like it. And Hey, I think we can do that. Uh, the Aggies, they will do that because, you know, obviously the number one recruiting class in the nation. All right, but Hey, this has been fun as always talking about the Aggies and Ole Miss and uh, we'll rehash it up, chop it up before, uh, talk about, uh, the Florida matchup and it's been fun as always guys. And, uh, this has been uh, presented by bet online. Oh, I can't wait to hit up bet online so I can give me some fried game next week. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.